Hello and welcome back to another episode of 52 and 52, a podcast where we watch at least one movie a week for every week in the year and record an episode about it. Today, Josh and I are delighted to welcome back uh, former roommate and podcast guest James, uh, sort of one of our uh, superhero movie expert friends. Let's talk to James when there's a superhero movie guy. Uh, James, how you doing? Recently, recently had a birthday. Turn eighteen. Congratulations. Man. <laughs> eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Was able to get into this movie just in time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good to be um, back. Yeah. So I guess I didn't even say we're so we're t- going to be talking about Logan. I don't know if I said that. Um, nope. So if you don't know, Logan is the next installment in the Wolverine uh, series, solo movies, whatever you want to call them, part of the Marvel universe. Um, stars Hugh Jackman. The Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so stars Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart's in it, and then um, nobody else really famous. Uh, we'll get to the girl. Uh, there's a little girl in the movie, uh, Daphne Keene. Um, so I, I don't really. Do we want to do spoilers, Josh? I mean, it's kind of. Should we just do a full spoiler podcast or? Yeah, I mean, I feel. Like if someone's gonna, I don't know if anyone, you know, if you're gonna see Logan or not. I feel like for the most part, you know, it's yeah. like one of those where it's like I don't think people are gonna like listen to us to decide if they're gonna go see it. Like word of mouth so good, I think people are gonna be just tuning in to go see it regardless with the kind of money it's making, you know. Yeah, and I would say I would say if you're gonna go see the movie, I think you understand the trajectory of the the like the linear where the story's going. Um, and you're not going to be surprised by anything. So I guess I, I think we'd probably I'm going to go ahead and assume all agree that it's a good movie enough uh, enough that you should see it if you had any reservations. Um, and I, I just think it's going to be something easier to talk about just full spoilers through and through than maybe some some other uh, X-Men movies or, or movies in general. So uh, with that said, uh, James, what did you think of Logan? I was finally, finally, thoroughly <laughs> impressed with an X Men movie. Mm-hmm. Finally, for fourteen years now for you. This is you've been happy I mean, with one. Technically, I haven't been happy with any of them. Like I like the first one decently enough, but second okay. one, like half a good movie in my opinion. And for, and for those that don't know, like we've had we've had James on for a, a lot of different superheroes, like stuff in the um the other the, the actual Marvel Cinematic Universe too. But like X Men's like your thing, right? As opposed to like yeah, with all the yeah. comics you read, like this is the one like that's the your thing. I grew up on. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like I didn't. Um, everyone loved Days of Future Past. I didn't. I didn't like that. <laughs> Apocalypse was disgusting. <laughs> um, but this was really, really good. Um, it was just there was it was so it was much more. It was a story. They told a story. They didn't try yes. to just throw in a bunch of information from the comics and just, you know, have a storyboard and just let's paste this here, paste this here, paste this here. They told a story, and it was really well done. Um, so did you say you didn't like either of the previous two Wolverine installments? Mm, I definitely hated the first one. That was <laughs> – Yeah. I think that's generally considered the worst X-Men movie made, which is saying something. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other one, eh. I mean, I it was okay to watch. Like, it wasn't worth. It wouldn't have been worth paying for, in my opinion. And I haven't watched it a second time. I didn't think it was terrible. Josh, what did you think of the previous two Logan movies, and then what did you think of this one? Well, I don't. I never. I never saw the second because I saw the first, and I thought it sucked. And I was just like, oh, well, this one will probably okay. suck too. And I. I, I mean, I, I've actually heard from 
couple people um, in the last couple of weeks, like, no, the actual second one is – some people actually think it's pretty good. So, now, I mean, I don't think you had to have seen it to appreciate Logan because I did like Logan, but I do kind of want to go back and watch it now. Yeah, so did you like Logan then? I, I guess you would yeah, say yes. Yeah, no, I, I, I really did. And um, uh, I'm, I'm curious. Like, I feel like it was really, really good, and I, I can't – I mean, I – I mean, we can. T- I mean, we could talk about some people are um, are always really. Ex- I think a lot of people have recency bias, and they go and say things like this, and they're just like, "Oh, best superhero movie ever." And um, I don't. I, I don't feel qualified to really make a definitive statement on that, but I definitely like. I definitely probably felt a little more fulfilled than I have in leaving this one than just about any other superhero movie I've seen recently. And I think that's a pretty measured take, but I really just I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I had very few complaints. Yeah. So uh, I like the first movie while acknowledging that it's terrible. Um, <laughs> like, I you think like it I, ironically, it just, like it was bad, I can laugh at it kind of thing? Or Yeah, I mean, there, there's, I think there's some, like, redeeming scenes in it at least. Um, but, I mean, overall, it's just a giant, just fucking mess of, like, the way that they put it together is terrible. Um, I like the second Wolverine movie a lot, uh, probably in – of all the X-Men movies, one of my, in, in the top half of, uh, of that for me, mm-hmm. um, this movie I liked a lot. I kind of wish I was able to see it again before we recorded this because, uh, like Josh was saying, there's so many things said about this movie before I saw it. And it, whether it was by critics or friends that saw it a couple days before me, I was not in town when it came out. So I, I didn't get to see it for four or five days till it, after it released. Um, I liked it. I just, I don't know. It, to me, uh, best superhero movie ever. I, I've seen a lot of people say that. I didn't feel that way. Um, but it was a very good conclusion to both Hugh Jackman's career as Wolverine and this sort of arc that they have been telling for dating back to X1, I guess, with Wolverine. James? Yeah, I mean, no, it's definitely not the best super superhero movie. Um I still put Dark Knight above that, um, and actually maybe even I, I like Guardians as well better, um, yeah. and maybe maybe one or two others, but I, I think this is more that's more of a reaction of just how bad some of the recent ones have been, um, but it just it did a good job of getting away from all the pitfalls that the previous um, X Men movies have done, like overuse of exposition. Um, not giving characters their due, um, not not developing the characters, and the performances were crazy good. Um, I think, while it's not one of the best, like it's just a really good quality movie, and it can be like you can separate that the fact that it's a great movie from the fact that it's a superhero movie. Yes, I, I agree with that a hundred percent. And I guess I have a, I have a question: is that do you think that we could have this kind of movie for other superheroes or is this sort of something that since we spent so much time with Wolverine, whether it's just in this sort of little trilogy or dating all the way back to Hugh Jackman first being cast as Wolverine, like, do you think we could have another movie like this or do you think that it's because we've, we've spent so much time with Wolverine that they were able to sort of give us this emotional conclusion where we actually like felt something at the end? Uh, you can absolutely get do other uh, other comic book movies like this. Um, I, I feel like da- the Daredevil TV show is 
kind of mm-hmm. similar to this. Um, it's a lot. It's pretty dark, and there's you know there's more emotional stakes, more character development. Um, there's a lot of superheroes you could do this with. Um, you just have to have people who like know the material and put forth the effort. Yeah, which is such a it, it's crazy that we could have not even. 12 months ago you and I saw apocalypse together and yep. and then you know the same people like making x-men just generally like they can take the material and make that apocalypse movie and then take wolverine material whether it's x23 or x24 or whatever or old man logan whatever you want to call it and then just get such a well written movie um and the thing is like it's an action movie but they don't overuse it like the movie is two hours and 20 minutes and there's maybe a, a handful of action scenes and a lot of it is driven from dialogue and whatever else but it's not just exposition of telling us exactly what happens they're just doing a good job all the way around which is sort of i think why it's so successful is that it's not just a hack and slash movie but all the action scenes are done well and then all of the non-action scenes are are given enough time to sort of like resonate and and they're fleshed out enough. And I think because it has the um, it has the whole thing that's it's like a chase almost the whole way through. It gives a lot of those sure. other scenes that aren't action scenes a sense of urgency and kind of dread in a certain way. Like that whole entire sequence where they're at the family's house, uh, like you just know sh- it's like yeah. you feel terrible. Like you know something bad's gonna happen. Like it's too peaceful. Like you know, and you know those people are on their tail, and you know it's probably not gonna end well for them. I mean, it, it goes worse than like I had even probably imagined in my head. Um, I didn't know like it would have like like I didn't know they were all gonna die. Like I thought maybe something bad would happen, but like just because like s- there's slower moments like that have already like have a different meaning just because of everything else that they've set up beforehand. So I never really I never got restless, even though like you said, it's it's a pretty long movie. Yeah. Did did, uh, did you guys think that it was too slow at all at times or no? Did you guys feel that way at all at any point during the movie? Here and there a little bit. Um but at the same time I can't think of what I'd want to cut out. So sure. I'm not sure. Um but there were a few times where I was like, okay, this is dragging just a tiny bit, but it, it never lasted longer than a minute or two. Sure. Josh, did, did you think it was too slow at all? Uh, no, not really. I'm trying to think if there was any point where I was um, itching, to, itching for them to move on. But I mean, I, I, I mean, I really did enjoy it. And I think like when you like I think that and that, I think that almost more than anything, like I said, well, part of that is um, just the setup in general and how it informs every scene going forward that these guys are in their tail. But also just you don't mind hanging out with the actors uh, because they're they're all like, they're all really good and. Um, it's, it's pretty, and it's, it was super interesting to just see them in this different mode because, I mean, um, well, part of that's also the R rating, I guess, cause they obviously played around, mm-hmm. played around with that a little bit. And it's funny just to see Patrick Stewart being crotchety and dropping F-bombs and stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, like you, you just, you, it's just fun watching them do their thing. Um, and I, I was, to, I was totally happy most of the way through. Yeah. And so that Patrick Stewart thing is sort of something I wanted to talk about. So we have this. This setting, which is, uh, was it 2023 or so? 2024, something like I think, that? I think it was like uh, 2027 or something like that. Or a little okay, later. so yeah. it was like, I thought it was 2029. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so like 10, 10 12 years into the future. Um, and we have, I think, a pretty good setting. It's You sort of get this, because it's like in the Midwest, and you sort of get this post-apocalyptic sort of feel from the residents where Logan and Patrick Stewart are staying. And then when he's like driving through, you can sort of – 
just you're just informed by the setting alone without really having to be told much, which I thought was really well done. Um, and then Patrick Stewart was great because he, he gets to do sort of a completely different version of Professor X than we've seen in any of the movies before. And I think it really adds a lot of life to the movie and to his character because his character is typically so straight edge in terms of like, we need to do the right thing. We need to do the best thing, sacrifice, 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 whatever, whatever. And like Josh Mm -hmm. said, he's out here being goofy and uh, just saying fuck and and whatever else. And I I really like that. Um, But to me, and you guys feel free to comment on that too. One thing that I am still not sure about is whether I wanted them to discuss more what happened um, before the movie, like in between second Wolverine and this movie where I guess all the mutants get wiped out. Basically. I like that. They didn't. Um, They hinted at, they hinted at that Xavier is the one who killed a number of, yeah, the Westchester Um, incident. Yeah. And, and he's dealing with that guilt and well, I listen to another podcast. Making crazy. I listen to another podcast. James is. Uh, I guess I heard that that might have actually the accident that they kept referring to might actually be part of a different comic book too. Uh, it is. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a different yeah. story, and I, I like that they brought it in to you know make the Xavier character in this movie more interesting. I think it was a really good idea. Just add a little layer of guilt for him, and he's kind of like trying to make amends for that by just pushing Logan because he can't. He literally can't do anything anymore. Mm-hmm. What do you what did you guys think of the uh, think of the girl? Daphne was great. She was awesome. Um, she was so the good. action the action scenes with her were some of the best action scenes I've seen. Maybe the best action scenes in all of the X Men series so far. Absolutely. Um, they were so like measured and cool and unique to her character and like the space that she takes up being like two or three feet tall, however tall she is, with her sort of extra little abilities that she has too. Um, how good was I that? Thought she was. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say yeah, how, yeah. how good was that first scene where, uh, yeah, where, like I think we kind of know what's coming, but just the way they shoot it with like her eating the cereal, like pretending like yeah. she doesn't see the guy, but she <laughs> yeah, actually that, does. That was, like, that was really cool yeah. how that was shot because like you, you you know it's coming, but they do it in a way that's still like really fun to watch that like catches you off guard. Yeah, and some of the best parts of that is because, like, she's such a little girl, and all these big you know, soldier, uh, CIA, whatever guys are just like these huge dudes with guns and they're tiptoeing in there like to this little girl eating cereal. Right. And it's such like a Mm -hmm. juxtaposition of what you think it would be. And they're like so fearful of this little girl eating cereal. And granted they have perfect, (laughs) perfect reasons for that, but it's just cool the way it's shot. Like Josh, Josh, I like that they didn't Um, show us her action right away. I like that, you know, she just killed them off screen and yeah. they kept they kept you waiting for her to do for, for you to show us how, what she can do. Well, I mean, she, they didn't. Yeah. They, I mean, that, that was cool the way they did that, where they didn't they didn't show you initially. But I mean, right after they get she gets out of the house, she has to. She, oh she yeah, has to, she has to kick some ass. Just not long after that, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, I love that scene when she's just like hitting and running like all throughout the just basically kind of her style. It was really nice. And, they, and I, yeah. I was, someone else had made this point on one of the, another show I listened to, but it was. It's cool the way they shot that um, that scene with the car. Like in uh, ninety nine out of a hundred other movies, a car just runs through that fence, and yeah. and it's with, with no yes. like, no big yes. deal. And that, especially a car that big, but they actually like made him work for it, and like it was very unique in the, how all the contortions that he had to do just to get the car out of there. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. And it, the thing is, it's 
it's unique and it also plays for laughs at the same time, but it's very like realistic uh yeah it's very realistic and it's very like logan and and it just fits the r rating perfectly because that's a time where he's just like all grumpy and just grunting like oh fuck yeah. this fence like oh, i gotta turn <laughs> fucking back now no 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 it's just little like details like that that just sort of make me like that character it just fits so well with the wolverine character and the logan character so you think it uh, made sense like you think it ultimately like, made a lot of sense for them to do the R rating thing? Like some people were maybe a little skeptical at first. Hundred and ten percent. So some people are skeptical, like, oh, they're just trying to like, they're just everyone's just going to copy Deadpool now. You don't actually need to do this, but it seems like if there's any character you're going to do it with, this is probably the one because like it did come out of like Professor X like dropping f bombs did seem to come a little bit out of nowhere. It was funny and it's just like that does, he's such a more serene and calm personality in um, most of his other appearances in the franchise. But like this one character that would probably be a potty mouth, it'd probably be Logan. Yeah. 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 For I mean, sure. People have been saying for a long time, like ever since 2000 when the first movie came out, it's like Wolverine is the way his powers and abilities work. It's brutal. It's bloody. It's personal. Like that's yeah. made for R. Like I maybe Deadpool paved the way for them to do this because they finally realized, hey, we can make money on a non PG 13 comic book movie. But this has kind of been a long time coming for in a lot of people's minds. But that's a good point you make yeah. because, like, just like the nature of his powers like there's been we've seen him so see we've seen him kill so many people in the other movies but there isn't that many much blood in the other movies from what i can really think <laughs> no. about and it's like if, no, there's there's one, if there's one power that's going to result in there being a lot of blood it is specifically his and on top of that and i just appreciate this having to under like there were so many other like obviously it's it was a big deal like in batman v superman or and like man of steel or like those guys killed but it's, I guess it's a little bit against their nature or whatever, and we had to dwell on that for a while. But even in other movies aside from that, like these guys will like throw throw bad guys everywhere, but they won't actually like make it a point to say right. they, they died even though um, Captain America might throw that guy 40 feet off a wall or something. Yeah, and sure. it's like we know these people should be dying. So if you're going to like go, go out, use the rated arm to actually make it clear, yes, dudes are getting killed, you know? Yeah, and the action scenes are part of that. Just mm-hmm. like his fucking claws going through people's heads and yes. heads rolling on the ground and arms being cut off and like it's pretty gruesome, but it's it earned, it's it very it sure. on brand for this character. And yet it's not like a it's not a gimmick either. It's just no. It's it's part of the movie. They don't beat you over the head with it. It's just yeah, like I said, it's just part of the movie. Yeah, and I agree. And which is the other thing too is since it's not such a hack and slash movie, it doesn't like become overbearing that it's happening all the time because there's not that much i don't want to say there's not that much action in the movie but it's it's not just a blood and guts gore movie it's a story um so one thing for me that i'm still sort of struggling with is uh at the same like there's subtlety in this movie but at the same time there there wasn't some subtlety for some of like the big themes like the family stuff and um you know, Logan's going to die, whatever, whatever. Like a lot of that stuff wasn't very subtle. Like they had the, they had the, where they run into the the family on the side of the road and Wolverine jokes like, Oh, this is my daughter and this is my dad. And it's just like, Oh, like we get it. Like you guys are trying to show us that you could have a family and still be a superhero or whatever. And then they go to that casino and they have the little girl looking at the mannequins holding hands. And then the next scene, her and Charles hold hands and Charles accepts it. And Wolverine doesn't accept it. And that stuff to me sort of didn't hit, uh, as much as I think it wanted to. Um, how did you guys feel about that? 
Maybe not those, but I thought, I, I don't know. I didn't get the sense that they were trying to hit you with the family um, theme as much, as sure. much as I thought they were trying to just make sure you understood that um, Laura is still like a kid. Like, even though she's this trained assassin, she's still like a whatever 10 year old kid. Like they have her riding on the toy horse. Yeah. Um, they have Which her playing with Xavier's chair, yeah. like in the wheelchair and like in the car door lock. She's going up and down like. I think mm-hmm. it like yeah like I agree it's not subtle per se but it's it's also not like obnoxious. Yeah, I took it as more of just a she really hasn't actually had a normal life and it's even weird for her to see like mannequin family because family's not really like I, she obviously knows what a father is but I mean she'd mostly been raised in a lab so it's she's like seeing what it even means to be someone her age and I was kind of thinking about it more from that. I mean uh I mean, uh, maybe almost towards the uh, um, towards the end, I felt like maybe the last like thirty minutes. I think they were really emphasizing it with him and her. Um, and I, I did at some point. I was like, all right. Well, I mean, I kind of get it, but I I wasn't like uh, it didn't bother me too much. But like I, I almost felt it just more towards the end where there are all these different scenes with just the two of them and interacting. You know, but yeah, they they had good chemistry, so I didn't it didn't bother me that much. Yeah. I, I don't want to jump around too much, but I, I sort of just had like a list of things that I, I wanted to talk about. The next one or the last one was uh, like the last scene with uh, when he's dying and she's giving the speech um, that really didn't hit for me. Um, no, which I think is sort of. So here's the thing, right, is I came into the movie like I knew Wolverine was going to die. Um, didn't know if uh, Professor X was going to die, but. And he died in a completely sort of not unexpected way, but just sort of wasn't like a movie death, well, which which makes sense. Yeah, um, it's it's not yeah because you don't need to have some grand scene every time someone dies. The, that I thought that scene was shot kind of weird though, and like for whatever reason, well, for like thirty seconds, I assumed someone was having a bad dream. Um, well, they shot it like that because they thought they were talking to Logan, but they were talking to the X twenty four. Yeah, right. Um. And so the thing for me is I knew this was going to happen, and so maybe that's my own fault or my own inability to feel whatever. But I I just wanted to be more sad at the end, and I'm not sure if it was her speech wasn't acted well enough or written well enough for me or whether – the the last line where he's like, so this is what it feels like, and then you know, kills over and dies. Like I, I'm just not sure those things really. Um, I I don't think that I got as much as I could have. I think it, from I think that. it actually would have been better if. I mean, I don't think it was worth it to have the the laugh that you get when he's like, oh, you can talk, for her to like be yeah. mute for her to be like a mute for the first hour of the movie. Like I just I don't know if the movie gains enough from that. I mean, I guess there's some mystery about who she is when you do it that way, and it's a little. It's maybe maybe that's just what they were going for. But I think you maybe got would have gotten a little more mileage out of it if. if you had had more actual conversations between them. Like they felt like there were more meaningful interactions with between her and X, between her and Charles, than between uh, her and Logan. And Logan was just kind of like, whatever. She's along for the ride. And I guess I'm tr- I'm driving this girl. But there weren't actually that many like there weren't that many interesting back and forth between the two of them. I'd say aside from um, the thing with, like there's like the thing on the horse, and that's funny. Or there's the um, him. He's like here, make him take his medicine. But like I, there wasn't a. I, I feel like if they had had more. 
some interactions during the first hour and a half of the movie between the two of them, like you might have cared a little more at the end when she's really sad. Well, I actually didn't mind that. I I sort of took it as it's sort of mimicking of how Wolverine is sort of a lone wolf kind of thing. And then uh, also like sort of her slowly with Charles's help, like breaking down his like emotional barrier kind of thing. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm agreeing there. Like I I was. I liked it a lot because I think it's more it fits more with Logan's character like Wolverine's supposed to be like the reluctant hero like he's supposed to really not want to get involved because he's just normally just sick of killing people Um, I liked that he had to be pestered and badgered the whole way through and for me like the ending was fine for me like I it was emotional enough for me because like despite there not being a lot of um, communication between them and like maybe like conversations but like his actions like for me like constantly you know trying to help her mm-hmm. despite despite his protesting the whole way like that was yeah. enough for me um the the speech at the end was good for me um when he told her don't be what they made you to be i, I thought that was really good mm-hmm. and then and then of course when she turned the cross to an x that 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 had me good that was good that killed yeah me. Yeah, see, I, I don't know. I guess I just as soon as I saw the cross there, I I knew that it was gonna be. Okay, see, I didn't see that coming. I, I should have yeah. known it because I, I thought it was weird. Like, I don't think he's <laughs> if that. If Josh and I were in the theater, I would have I would have put that. I would have told him before. Now. <laughs> I mean, because I was like, I don't think he's that religious. It seems kind of funny, but <laughs> but I didn't actually think. Oh, they're gonna do that. Like, it didn't hit me until she actually did it. Yeah, I just assumed they were. It was a cross because they were kids, and that's right, something they right. were doing. Huh. Yeah. See, I, I don't know. I. That's the thing is like I've been so invested in this character and Wolverine is like my favorite X-Men and so like I just I wanted to be more sad like I wanted to I wanted to have the Paul Walker moment hmm. at the Fast 7 you know uh and I just didn't I, I didn't get that and it's not a bad thing like I still felt it and and I still think it's a really good movie I guess I just like you think, so you think it weirdly it, wanted to be more sad You think so part of it might have just been because you were expecting it um well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that most people that at least most people that are informed or, or whatever uh, think Logan's going to die in the movie. Right. Well, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I, I was 50 50 on it. I mean, like because everyone kept saying, oh, this is probably his last one. But I didn't know if they were just I, I mean, I didn't know if that meant because people kind of knew he was going to die because they'd read comics or it was just, this guy's been doing this for 17 years. He's about to turn 50. Maybe he just wants to not do it anymore. Like, I wasn't sure. Like, I thought maybe that was just why they were saying it was the last one. So my head didn't go there. I'm glad it didn't because I, 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 mean, I wasn't totally Okay, well, when, but... when did you, like, realize or think that he was going to die? Just, like, when he started, like, when, when they're at the last scene when he's, like, sacrificing himself with the soldiers or what? Yeah, I guess I never really totally assumed it was going to happen until he straight up got, like, speared. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, it was brutal. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I should have just because of the way you see him deteriorating throughout the movie. So, like, yeah, like, I mean, like, I guess I, I just, I just thought, I don't know if I thought they were gonna find a cure for him or what, because we don't really. Wait, well, that was what I wanted to ask you guys. Is that something? Him getting poisoned? Is that something that happened in the second one? No. Yeah. Because they talk about a yeah, they, they talk about a poison being well, put in him. I didn't know if that happened in the one I didn't see. But it, it, they, they like get it out or something. Yeah. He is kind of poison. Something slowing down his healing factor in the. I thought it was like the adamantium was poisoned. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I didn't really get how he was poisoned in this movie. Um, Oh, okay. That may have went over my head. Um, But in the second one, there is like some kind of device that gets implanted in him that 
Yeah. Reduces the healing factor, but I'm pretty sure he rips it out at some point. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought they got it out. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, just like it was so obvious how he was deteriorating that, like, I mean, I if I I I just didn't I just didn't I, I don't know why I thought they might find some kind of cure, but I just assumed like he he pops up at all of these movies like maybe they're saying it'll be his last one but like he'll, he'll heal and he'll make another cameo like he did in apocalypse or something like that it just just never yeah. I, I just wasn't assuming that it was going to happen uh like i mean they, well they, then they, that's that's my own fault then i guess well i mean like you you assumed right i mean it's not there's nothing wrong with that i'm just I, I i just didn't i just didn't go there in my head i figured another possibility was not that he dies but that like a lot of the kids die Ugh. and then just he and laura basically just go off at the end Sure. Like that was one other way I saw it. Yeah, I mean, that was part of it. Was that was just well, they introduced this girl who like maybe they want to like maybe this is something that like they want to that this was would be how they send him off is now he has a daughter to raise and I so that was that was also in the back of my head as a possibility for where it was going. Yeah, which is like basically the story we had in Apocalypse with Magneto for the hundredth time that they decided to then uh, re. Unravel for the hundredth time yeah. um, when Magneto finally gets away from everything, but I, I, I think that's more of like the Magneto storyline because the was it the first Wolverine is when he has the wife right and he's like a lumberjack or whatever, <laughs> yeah. And then yeah, so they they sort of tried that already and it was like yeah, well Wolverine can't have that what, what because you, he sort of just sees everyone die around him. What did you guys think of the bad guys? Boyd Holbrook was good. I liked him. He was a little uh, corny, but he was pretty good. Yeah, he was corny, but I'm not really sure. Like, if that's the, if that's the kind of character you're drawing up, like, I mean, I guess you kind of have to be really crazy like that, and so it's fine. Um, well, is well, I guess the question is, is he the bad guy or is it the scientist guy? Well, right? I mean, that, the well, lab, I mean the they, they both guy. are. That's why I said, how, what do you think of the bad guys? Yeah, um, yeah. The lab guy just seemed weird. Um, I mean, he was obviously <laughs> evil in his own way, but I was just like, this dude's just kind of weird i don't know i mean it was fine like i mean i guess it was appropriate if you're gonna have one over the top just like angry crazy bad guy like put holbrook to have it contrast with the other one yeah james what did you think yeah i mean neither of them like screamed out like great villain or anything but i think you know what they were doing was so you know dark and fucked up that it really kind of work it just works that you don't really need them to be a big personality or a memorable villain it's just the things that they're doing is memorable enough to me. Yeah, and it, it sort of is um, – I'm not sure where I first saw this, but th- I sort of felt the same way as soon as I saw it. But I thought that this was sort of like uh, um, the guy in Civil War. Like it's such a personal um, like villain slash bad guy, right, where – which is sort of refreshing in a way because it's not like, right. oh, this person is trying to take over the whole world, blah, blah, blah. And the scientist sort of has a, a couple of those implications, but not, not no, really. No, it's very much um, profit trying to, you know, to trying to make a profit or make weapons. And it's like, okay, we've been messing with these lives for our gain, and now yeah. we're just going to cut it loose. We're just going to yeah. call, call it quits and fuck with these kids and just kill them off. Yeah, and it's it, it, so it's very similar to how Zemo was in Civil War, which uh, a different context, you know, with the uh, ensemble cast and and big movie, et cetera. And this one is a lot more goal. understated. But yeah, which yeah. is it makes things I makes the story much more interesting, I think, than um, 
I'm a bad guy. I'm going to take over the whole world. Superhero needs to stop me. Because that, that's sort of just overplayed at this point. It is. It is absolutely overplayed. Do you think they would make another movie like with those kids? Um, is, yes. Would you watch it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they would They would make an X-23 movie, right? I mean, X-23 is Wolverine in the comics now. She, yeah. She's, so, yeah. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they yeah. definitely could make a solo movie with her. Uh, I mean, I thought those kids were interesting enough. Uh, like that'd be yeah. be something different with without the. I mean, without like just like a whole different cast of characters from who we've mostly seen in these other movies. You know, it'd be kind of yeah. Cool and, to and, that, do that. and that's the thing is their powers were unique enough too. They didn't just sort of take powers from other X Men and just be like, "This is their child. <laughs> this is yeah. their power." Yeah. <laughs> um, so they all kind of had uh, unique little powers, and they. And they showed us enough, you know, I mean, of course, like in, if you're watching one of these movies, it's always cool to see what kind of powers they come up with. And especially with something like Legion out right now where Noah Hawley is sort of getting to write his own powers for some of these characters. Like it's pretty cool for studio to sort of give them a creative license to to do that. Well, I mean, is like is Noah Hawley making that up? Because that's based on like in something in the X-Men universe, right? Uh, not necessarily Legion, but the other characters. Yeah, he sort of is uh, coming up with his own his own stuff there. I, I've I've only seen the first episode. I'd have to watch uh, more. Of it, keep but... watching it, bro. Yeah, it's great. Good. Yeah, I'm, I'm not as high as Anthony, yeah. but it's definitely worth watching. Um, uh, yeah. Um, anything else about this one, guys? Though, um, I like Stephen Merchant. I. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I didn't know that was him. I mean, I, I, I haven't actually watched him in that many things before. I just kind of know who he is just through seeing him do appearances on shows and stuff. But it was yeah. kind of cool. That he He's really just a comic actor, and he's pretty convincing just doing something completely physically and emotionally different from what he usually does. Yeah, and, and he was really good opposite grunty old Logan <laughs> in the in the house at, mm-hmm. at whenever they had a chance he's to like do it. But yeah, he was good stuff. for sure. Yeah, um, yeah no question. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to talk about. I, had to I mean, other than the story, the two things that that was really refreshing finally for me in this X Men line of X Men movies is that one, the action was really good, like we talked about, like mm-hmm. it was well choreographed, like it passed X Men movies, like you could see the wires and shit, like <laughs> really dumb. Wasn't um, Dark Phoenix just standing yeah. still, screaming? Yeah, that too. <laughs> <laughs> Use your power, Gene. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other thing is. Uh, there was virtually no exposition. Like when the other movies go overboard on exposition, exposition to have characters literally explaining the scene you're watching, to have virtually no exposition in the movie at all here and just tell a story through the events yeah. and only hint at things that happened previous to this movie was very, very refreshing for an X-Men movie and about damn time. Yeah, I think what, I think what uh, Clam said about the... Um, um, about just the, the the world itself that they were in at that point, like you knew it was a little bit of an apoc- uh, like a apocalypse vibe, and it was something was off about the world. But like you, they, you didn't have to have a character like giving some kind of story to explain why the world was yes. what it was. You could just kind of you could see. I mean, there's the different the protests going on at the border and stuff like that, and just just the general vibe of how people are acting. Like you could just you could just kind of see like, okay, well, the world's not in a good place. I don't really need you to explain everything about it. We just know that things aren't great right now, and that's enough, you know. And I yeah, couldn't yeah. help but notice this time Simon Kinberg does not have a writing credit. I wonder <laughs> if that's a coincidence. <laughs> right. 
isn't he? Yeah, a, well, think, no. Didn't it come out? That, he's a producer in this too, but like if, every time he's had a writing credit in one of the movies, I've hated it. Well, you've hated all the movies, so, right? <laughs> yes. Well, he didn't. He didn't write the first two. Okay. He came yeah. on board and wrote the third one, and then I think he's written most of the X Men movies since. Didn't it come out yeah. that he's like directing the next one or something like that? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, we'll He's all not going to, away, but to watch that one and have jokes ready. Um, Where'd you? Go? I, uh, I did laugh at uh, Wolverine basically being an Uber taxi in a big ass fucking <laughs> car. Like that was hilarious. <laughs> like that's his chosen profession now. This one, it's where, one where he has to interact with people. It's just kind of like okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I liked them just showing the random people, like the random drunk idiots. He's had yes. the chauffeur around. That was yes. really funny. That was funny. Yes. Um, what were you saying, Josh? Uh, if, if I mean, whenever you guys are done, I was just gonna. Uh, I mean, I didn't know if there's anything else we didn't touch on. I was gonna ask what you guys thought about the the Deadpool teaser. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was really funny. I mean, it it was very on brand. Uh, it wasn't too much. Uh, I I thought it, I don't know. I thought it was good. I'm excited for Deadpool too, for sure. Oh yeah, with the um, with uh, Zazie's gonna be in it, right? And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I'm so excited. She's playing Domino. Um, yeah. So I guess the the guy. So the guy that uh, directed that is the one that I guess directed that uh, that the the Charlie's Theron movie that the trailer just dropped for that looked really good too. The Atomic mm-hmm. Blonde one. So Atomic it's Blonde, interesting. Yeah. Like they're going. I mean, I guess it premiered at South by. It's premiering at South by Southwest tonight. Um, so if that's good, that'll make me like even more excited for Deadpool. Because I don't think this guy's done a ton of directing before like he's done like a lot of stunt work his name is david leach um like he's mm-hmm. been a stunt guy forever but he he's never like, this is like his first uh um like and i guess he was involved with john he's involved with the john wick stuff too. yeah with john so, wick like, yeah i mean it, that'll be pretty cool if like that ends up uh going well and, and the same writer except uh um also like drew goddard worked on it of the of martian fame um so hopefully he hopefully he doesn't try and interject uh too much of his humor into any comedy yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that 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 might concern me like the two main guys like are still writing it uh rhett reese and paul wernick so um yeah it it got it got delayed a little bit but i guess it'll be coming middle of next probably like a summer movie next year at this rate so um that'll be a good one to have for sure um, so James, thank you again for being on the podcast. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me to, uh, the next X-Men installment that we get. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, uh, DC will come out with another laughable one for us too. And we can oh, I want them to debate be good. if it's, no, I don't <laughs> fuck DC at this point. Um, I mean, well, Snyder's directing Wonder Woman, right? So like we can't, no, no, it's a it. woman. Is it? Yeah, they, that was like a whole thing. Like, took them a while to make sure they they, they wanted to get a woman director yeah. for it. It's, uh, it's the same woman who directed, um, like, uh, Monster, the one that Charlie Theron won the Oscar for. Yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. really think she's. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't think she's really done a ton of stuff since then. She like directed, uh, like an episode of Arrested Development, two episodes of Entourage, and like a few other TV things, and that was pretty much it. So, um, yeah, it's just a so. Did not I mean I'm guess I'm sure Zack Snyder is involved in some capacity, which yeah. obviously doesn't. Which really is too much capacity. I mean, he, he has a he has a story credit, so yeah, um, not Fox not, not a screenplay yeah. credit, but a story credit. Fox just made a good X Men movie. Anything can happen at this point. <laughs> okay, uh, there you go. So that that tells you how high James is on. Uh, if you didn't, you couldn't already tell how high James is on Logan because he's uh, yes. never really liked one of these before, as he said. 
Yeah, James. James, if you haven't listened to our Apocalypse podcast, it's pretty good. Um, I drove James to the movie, which I think is like one of the low points points of his life because he couldn't leave <laughs> midway through. Yeah, would you uh, would you have walked out? Yes, I told him. I was like, if you didn't drive me, I would have walked out. <laughs> so, um, you know, he he willingly sat through Logan and enjoyed it. So I think we would all recommend it uh, if you got this far. Uh, you've probably seen it. Um, I think I'm going to go see it again sometime soon. Yeah, I'm going to see it again um, when I find the time. There's so many um, good movies coming out, though, or hopefully good movies coming out that we're excited hopefully about. Hopefully so good you, movies, you gotta, yeah. Uh, you gotta, you're going to have to squeeze it in between. Uh, I guess, well, so you got you still got to do Get Out, but then um, yeah. what, you got the, the the Power Rangers movie. Power Rangers, And yep. um, isn't there one other one in the next couple weeks? Oh, the um, well, I, we were just talking about the Deadpool one, the um, – that that movie, I know you're I know you're a little down on space movies at the moment, but I mean the space one Life. with the, with the yeah with Jake and Ryan Reynolds yeah. written by the Deadpool yeah. guys. Um, yeah, but it's coming out on March twenty eighth, so, twenty fourth, or March twenty fourth, yeah. whatever. So it's coming up too. Yeah, yeah, I know, but if it's coming out in March, it's probably trash. Uh, right. I mean, I feel like that. I mean. I, Maybe there, it's just not in the vein of an Oscar movie. I mean, like, de- like well, yeah. I mean, uh, Cloverfield, Ten Cloverfield Lane was a March movie. Yeah. You know? So it did it win any Oscars? No. No, but I was saying like it, it, it's still good. Yeah. So, I mean, like for sure, uh, for sure. But that it, this movie seems like it's more of an Oscar Brady movie than some other some other ones might be. You know yeah, what I mean? I, mean? I, I am a little scared that they they're putting it here, but I mean, good people involved. So um, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so thanks to James again. Uh, you can find me on social media at aklambek, a k l a m b a k e on Twitter. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh Jernavoy, J o s h j u r n o v o y. Podcast Twitter is fifty two and fifty two pod. Podcast emails fifty two and fifty two pod at gmail dot com. Uh, let us know what you think of Logan, and thank you for listening. And we'll see you guys next time. Yeah.